0: We're sitting here uh, a couple of days before Amazon Prime Day. You might have heard about it. Is it a big deal in the independent channel?
1: You know, it really does draw a lot of promotion um, and interest from consumers, whether you're an Amazon Prime user or not. The challenge, really, for me as a marketer in this seat is, you know, Amazon, everything is based on driving low price. And the commercials are cute, they're kitschy, they're memorable. But from our perspective, Driving down the cost is not helpful to the industry. It's not helpful to our channel.
0: Welcome into the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host Rob Stott. You know we're sitting here uh, as this podcast publishes, just a a handful of days away uh, from Amazon Prime Day. That. You know, good old manufactured event by uh, the large online retailer that uh, was initially started to celebrate a birthday for them, but uh, has since moved to all different times of the year. No real rhyme or reason, it seems, to what they do, but uh, drums up a lot of interest and, and certainly a lot of online traffic around that time. And with that being the case, we thought it was a good idea or you know nice opportunity uh, to take a look at the, the marketing efforts here uh, at Nationwide Marketing Group around know, this time of year around this event and um, see if it's something that, you know, what what the independent retail community could do to capitalize or use this opportunity to tell its own story uh, in the independent, in, in the retail channel, in the online space and, and retail in general. Uh, so to do that, you know, we turn to someone who's been, with Nationwide and uh, has really been the the marketing guru, the digital marketing guru, uh, here at Nationwide for the better part of the last five years, and that's Amanda Evans, our VP of Shopper Marketing, um, to talk about that and more. And luckily, did so on uh, you know what was her birthday. You know, speaking of birthday, so uh, she was nice enough to spend some time chatting about the the digital efforts to tell uh, the independent retailer story and. Um, things she's doing her it's just awesome to hear how passionate and fired up she gets about this topic because uh, you know she it just it comes through in the work that her department does and that she does specifically and um you know it, it it's it, she kind of embodies everything that we're about here at nationwide and and that's you know working on behalf of the independent retailer to uh, you know put them in the best position to you know, make these Amazon prime days uh, anything but a worry you know to what business could be like. So uh, we did that. we got Amanda to, to come on and chat and uh, talk about more than just that too you know what this last year has been like, what they've learned from a marketing perspective and um, how things have changed and, and what they might look like going forward. So we did that and uh, you know excited to, to share it with you today. so let's dive into this independent thinking podcast with Amanda Evans. All right, we are back on the Independent Thinking Podcast. And before we dive into the episode, I just want to say happy birthday to, to you, Miss Amanda Evans. Uh, I don't know you. why I got so lucky to have you record a podcast with us on your birthday, why you're even letting this happen. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited. Good, It's a good birthday present for me.
0: Awesome. Well, we're happy to have you on our, our uh, VP of Customer Marketing. Is that right? Or ha- did I get that right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So shopper marketing, shopper marketing, it just recently changed. So that's right.
0: I had to, I had to, I was sure of your title. And then I went and looked, I was like, Oh, that's right. It just got changed. So tell, well, first of all, let's start right there. What does this explain shopper marketing and uh, what, what the new role means for you?
1: Yeah. So my role really didn't change. Um, really what I've been doing the last five and a half years that I've been part of the buying group. So in that part, I'm really lucky um, but really, I'm just focused 100% on how do we drive customers to our retailer stores. Um, so some of that is obviously through our brand um, relationships that we have and knowing what they've got going on, how we can help promote certain products and promotions, but then really like blowing out and creating a whole bunch of new stuff for our retailers. It's really retailer first. Um, is kind of how we think of it internally, so...
0: So that's that's what I'm doing. That's awesome. Has that always been, I mean, you marketing background? Tell us a little bit about, you know, is this always what you've been doing from a a marketing perspective? And and then what led you to to Nationwide?
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, I graduated high school and I was like, oh, I'm going to get a communications PR degree. Um, you know, I actually found out very early on I hate pitching media. So it's that was my least favorite activity to do, but
0: I'll take I'm no offense to that. Like no. you, right? <laughs> yeah. I kind
1: of put to marketing and advertising and have spent like the last almost so 20 years, um, thankfully, in this industry, um, you know, marketing specifically. Um, my background, I spent 10 years in franchising. Couple years in nonprofit, and then a few years at a digital and web agency. So all of those things kind of combined um, really made this um, opportunity when I first heard about it five years ago really attractive. So you know all those experiences kind of led me, led me here.
0: That's awesome and we're obviously pleased and uh, blessed and lucky to have you. So uh, you talked about it a little bit but uh, I don't even know if you can give an elevator pitch on what goes on in the marketing department uh, where you are. But t- talk a little bit about try to peel the layers back for our listeners on kind of what the what what it's like in Nationwide Marketing Group's marketing department.
1: Oh, yeah, perfect. So luckily, you know, we've had um, the ability to add uh, several folks to the team since I've been here, which is, you know, I'm super thankful for that. Um, really high caliber, you know, marketing minded, creative minded individuals. So what we do is really figure out a promotional path for our retailers, right? So um, part of it is how do we help them use co-op funding and, you know, drive things that are really important to, you know, our manufacturing partners. So new product introductions, how do we keep content um, ever present on their websites, but really what we've been kind of pivoting towards and we're excited to be able to unveil a bunch of new things at Primetime when we're together in Nashville, but really focused on retailer first. So, um, you know, shop local and searches for near me type, um, you know, products and services have just continued to grow exponentially. So we want to make sure that we have a library of ready to go content um, ready for our retailers to use across a variety of channels, so not just dis- not just digital, but social, print, um, you name it. So
0: no, that's awesome, and and kind of you know ironic that that shift's happening where when you know the the gist of why we're here today is because the timing couldn't be better. You know we we've got an event. We're sitting here on your birthday, uh, a couple days before. Uh, a, a big event that's usually a month later than it is right now. Uh, but Amazon Prime Day, you might've heard about it. Um, yeah, once or twice. <laughs> you may, may know what that is or, or what, what goes on there. But, uh, you know, you know, talk about, that's kind of a, a self-made holiday for Amazon. You know, they, they can do what they want, but, you know, is it something where, you know, is it a big deal in the independent channel?
1: So I think it's a big deal for consumers, right? So I like to put that hat on first, whenever I think about, you know, promotions and different activity. Um, You know, it really does draw a lot of promotion um, and interest from consumers, whether you're an Amazon Prime user or not. Um, The challenge really for me as a marketer in this seat, in the role that I have with independence is, you know, Amazon continues. If you look at any of their recent ad campaigns, everything is based on driving low price, low, low price. Um, and the commercials are cute. They're kitschy. Um, they're memorable, but from our perspective, driving down the cost is not helpful to the industry. It's not helpful to our channel. Um, and and in fact, it's probably Prime Day is more of a competition between the big box stores than it really is for us. Um, because again, we're not, that's not the focus of our, our retail environment. We're trying to drive um, the right sale to the right customer and focus on features and, and helping the customer find the best product for them. And, you know, I've sat in meetings for the last five years and seen our average sale Um, value just continue to be much higher than kind of industry average and big box. And so I think there's a story there to really tell. um, But we can't, you know, eliminate uh, our voice and our footprint when there are big, you know, consumer holidays like this. So, you know, our stance is really let's get out ahead of it a little bit. And we want to play up the the nature and all of the good things that independents bring um to the retail channel so that's really our push here we're gonna be a a week ahead of it um really because we want to capitalize on all the buzz that is going to happen in that time period around prime day so that's really why we picked the days that we did
0: certainly and and i mean you know you kind of you mentioned it that this is you, you see a lot of those competing for anyone that shops online consumers online you see the competing big box you know stores trying to make their own mini holidays out of this and use that that online traffic to kind of drive traffic to their own websites and and stores and things of that nature but uh, you know you mentioned the, the I guess it's it's weird to say opportunity but the, there is an opportunity because a lot is happening online to, to kind of capture that buzz and, and turn it around is it something where you know as opposed to driving the the, the sell, the sale message, uh, you know, low pro like you mentioned, low prices and things like that. Uh, you know, what is the opportunity for the independent retailer, you know, during this time and, and during you know the, this uh, manufactured holiday, if you will.
1: Yeah. Right. So um, I think for our retailers specifically, making sure that they're in market with some message, right. So we really are just on the end of the Memorial day, Um, promotional period, not a lot of safe stories, you know, happening um, like we're used to in years past, but there was a lot of activity, um, you know, for us with a lot of our brands, but just having some sort of message um, out there in their local communities, um, if they want to use this independence, um, you know, message, it's a great tie-in, it helps kind of leverage and, and bridge the gap towards, you know, the July 4th. Um, period as well and really we kind of picked this because it was a little bit of a play on words Um, but we really want to focus on the things that make independent retail unique Um, so trained salespeople, right so we're not just pulling someone from another department and kind of repurposing them when you need to buy a refrigerator and you have a bunch of questions Um, we want to make sure that you know we can focus on um you know, what's in stock or readily available because we all know that that's a big consumer concern right now, um, you know, obviously this is, continues to be unprecedented in times, um, things have gotten better and then some things, I think continue to still not be great in terms of getting product I'm out there with the demand that we have. Um, You know, another message that we can push here as well is, you know, service after the sale. So I think that's really important um, as you're building your brand awareness in the marketplace is to talk about how long you've been part of the community, um, the things that you do to support your local community. Um, And then obviously, you know, for appliances and, and some of our CE folks, service after the sale, so it's not a single transaction and hey we're done with you like know our name and the salesperson is still there um, to help you down the road.
0: The interesting thing in kind of hearing you talk about those tactics and and you know where we're leaning in is it almost sounds like those are the things that you know as you're you're talking about marketing an independent store and an independent business that we lean into anyway. So it, it's just kind of reinforcing those messages and. I mean, I, I'm sure you guys, you could speak to it. I mean, that, that message resonates, I, I imagine with consumers. Is that, that kind of what you guys are seeing?
1: Yeah. And, you know, we took some gambles last year, right? So I remember coming home and, you know, things started shutting down in March and just being on, you know, like a million conference calls with all these different brands, figuring out what their plans were, right? Like what was going to shift. So, most brands really did pull back from their national ad spends. And what we saw um, thankfully was independents really stepped up and continued to spend to build their brand awareness, which I think was absolutely the right move to make. We did pivot a couple of things because we really it gave us an opportunity to test what message um, during the pandemic really worked. Um, so obviously shop local big huge push there um, and then we tested several things within stock so shop local shop in stock which performed um, much better than we have typically even seen you know our biggest kind of save save up to type offers so I think consumers are just really leaning into the shop local um, you even saw you know Home Depot and Lowe's really pivot all of their ad strategy last year too which was um, or this human aspect, we care, kind of emotional tug, than even what they traditionally do, which is, you know, this product, this price point. Yeah.
0: No, that's interesting. Now, do you see, as, as those kinds of the bigger stores do that and try to lean into almost encroaching on our space if you, in a way? Yeah, right. I mean, I right. so,
1: like, fired <laughs> up every time I see
0: it. <laughs> that's crazy. It makes me, like, do you have to, you know, from when you saw that, do you have to do any sort of pivoting to you know, differentiate again away from that?
1: Um, you know, I think the value of our channel is just being authentic. So it doesn't feel like, um, you know, anything that we're producing or that our retailers are producing and running on their own um, feels, you know, manufactured or forced. You know, it, it does feel authentic. And I think that's what resonates with consumers, especially at the local level. Um, I do get really fired up every time I see, you know, their national ad spend, or, you know, I'll be watching TV and the ads come on streaming and I'm just like, oh, you know, just (laughs) makes my blood boil. But um, I think that's just the nature of this. Um, But I have seen more and more retailers, you know, obviously we all talk about it, but um, really leaning into digital, getting their websites, um, you know, more up to the standard of what consumers are expecting to see. So it's no longer just, a basic landing page, you know, with your logo and, you know, a couple of the brands you sell, it really has to be a pretty robust experience because we know consumers are going to do all of their research now, even more so online. And then that's really where they're figuring out, okay, who's got it? What's the price point, And, you know, then the other things like service after the sale, free installation, yeah. free delivery, things like that.
0: No that's awesome. And one of the things you said uh, a little bit ago that that stuck in my mind is that you know this past year gave you the opportunity to test things out and and do some uh you know A/B testing to see what works what doesn't. Is there anything you know in doing that that you learned that you can kind of carry forward um you know into the second half here of 21. I can't believe 20. I'm talking 21's half over. Oh man. I know, what? Right. <laughs> but, but that you can are already planning for like Labor yeah, right? Day? We're <laughs> oh. present
1: anyway, but Crazy. Yeah, I, The things that really kind of stuck out were the, you know, in stock message or how fast you can get the product and being able to display that on the website, um, really down to the individual SKU level product image, right? So um, we've been able to facilitate some of that for our retailers who are on the platform by getting you know, certain feeds from some of our manufacturing partners. We talk about it with all the rest um, so that we can try to get that capability, you know, pulled into the web experience. Um, You know, some of our retailers have been able to do that directly on their own with tie-ins with like their point of sale and things like that. But even just flagging product that is on display and in stock or, Um, You know, just different keywords like that is a really easy process to do, um, you know, at least on our web platforms that I know of. And doing that again, just putting as much information in front of the consumer because they are then going to make their choices based on what they can see online first. And then they will decide whether or not to visit that store. So definitely the, the in stock really stuck with us. Um, And then we're continuing to do a big push on different test and learn opportunities. So um, there's some exciting things that we'll be able to share coming up at prime time, but we just did our first pass of a test on um, the luxury customer. And so Karen on our team just did that on monogram. So we'll have some learnings there that we want to share things like you know, if you're in a market that is, um, you know, much more of the makeup is Hispanic. We just did a test with Tempur-Pedic uh, in that market to really serve um, native language ads essentially via Google wow. to consumers and see what the difference looks like. Then instead of serving you know, someone who's, um, you know, internet settings are set to Spanish, we shouldn't be serving them English ads, right? So let's meet customers exactly where they are. Um, So, you know, things like that, that we're always just trying to iterate and kind of test. So that's really one of the benefits of being part of our platform is that we're able to pull those things off um, much more easily and, and include more retailers.
0: It's awesome to kind of see that, you know, the, the work that you guys do and how it's constantly, it's never finished, you know, what you guys are doing and evolving and, uh, making it more customized and, and streamlined for not even just our retailers, but the consumers that end up getting served these ads and, and things like that. Um, you know, ha- have you seen in this past year, this is more anecdotally, I, I guess, but you know, just an interest from our members uh, in terms of what you guys are doing and, and you know, even adopting uh, some of the things that you've been able to apply over the past year?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, I know we continue to see our numbers of, uh, you know, members who participate in the websites. And so we're always trying to iterate new campaign creative there as well, like level four type promotions. Um, I'm really hoping that we'll start to see more people engage on the email marketing platform and with social media, those are two areas where it's low cost or no cost to our retailers. Um, we are going to start creating a lot more campaign content um, for those two particular areas, as an example, because that, that's really low hanging fruit to drive traffic back into the store um, or pull a customer back in for an additional purchase or add a warranty or things like that. So. Um, I'm hoping we'll start to see more, um, more folks pick up there too.
0: No, that's awesome. And, and kind of related, maybe it's the same answer and you could tell me just to not ask it, but, uh, what, what opportunities do exist, you know, as we shift to the back half of the year, and even as we shift to consumers starting to get back out to stores, uh, you know, for retailers with their, their marketing efforts.
1: Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that, um, you know, I get really passionate about is using co-op dollars. So. There's always here, you know, it's ends up being several million dollars with our top three vendor partners that, you know, our members are leaving on the table year after year. And that, you know, pains me inside because think of all the traffic that you Mm. could drive or just general awareness to your brand name in your marketplace um, by using those funds. So that's one big opportunity. Our team is we're always talking about how do we make it easier to use co-op. Um, so it's either, you know, making it easier for the retailer or making it easier for the vendor to say, yes, we love this creative. We're going to give it the highest possible reimbursement. So those are opportunities we're always working on. Um, you know, other things that we're really looking at again is, some um, retailer first, if you will, campaigns. Um, so I just kind of submitted a couple of briefs that we're going to get started on, but you know, who are the sleep experts? You know, so a campaign around that Um, things like, you know, is it uh, worth protecting um, is another campaign that we're getting ready to start the creative on again, just trying to create opportunities for retailers to push a message that's really focused on them. We're not talking about this product at this price point in this time period. That's something that can live for a while um, and they can kind of plug in, they need something or just to build awareness. Um, the one other opportunity that, that I think is out there, and hopefully we'll also get to talk about this at time, is really Gen Z. Um, so they're already kind of popping up in key segments of our industry. So they are um, obviously the target for most bed-in-the-box sales. They're also a target when we look at certain Um, Samsung TVs. And so really figuring out what's the right ways to reach Gen Z, it's very different um, than, you know, how we go to market today.
0: We just got done learning all about millennials and now you're going to throw that. (laughs) It's just never ending. It's crazy, but no, I always cool to hear. And you know, your passion I think is infectious. So to to see it and be able to capture it in a podcast is something I've been looking forward to. So, and to get to do it around a topic that I know gets you, you said it gets you fired up is uh, maybe the best time to do it.
1: Yeah. I love the opportunity and, you know, being able to talk to our retailers, hear the challenges that they're having um, lets us kind of go back to the table and brainstorm and come up with a solution. So, you know, here's my plug to anybody who's listening is like, we want you to reach out. We want to work, you know, one-on-one and, um, cause we're, it helps us learn too.
0: No, that's awesome, and and thankfully this is not live, so we can tell them that they we don't have to tell them not to reach out today because it is your birthday. So yeah, we wouldn't no, want I'm that. good. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, but I have taken up too much of your time on your birthday. So Amanda, yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate it, and this was great, and uh, certainly we'll maybe we'll have to catch up at prime time, and uh, since we'll be back in person, uh, unbelievable. Uh, yeah. but uh, just to see how those things are going, and, and the the learnings you guys have from what you're working on. So yeah. I, uh, I appreciate. Go celebrate.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: All right. And thanks again to Amanda. Uh, You know, I said it at the top, but a happy belated happy birthday as we publish this now. But, uh, you know, awesome of her to take time, despite a birthday, to celebrate with us on the Independent Thinking Podcast. So uh, a lot of fun chatting. and, And like I said, you know, again, at the top and throughout, it's just awesome to hear Uh, you know how passionate she is about the space and the work she does and uh you know the independent retail channel is better for it so uh, we appreciate her taking the time and as always appreciate you listening to the independent thinking podcast and we'll catch you next time